0: And if you go there, you'll find more information on how you can subscribe to this podcast as well. We love hearing from you, so please feel free to contact us with any questions and comments that you may have. Well, we're going to go on into our study now. Let me invite you to go ahead and take your Bible and turn with us because I know it's going to be a blessing to you. In the seventh chapter of the book of Romans, if you have your Bibles and would like to turn there, Romans chapter seven, Paul is giving us his personal experience of trying to live for the Lord right after he was saved, and he kept failing the Lord in some area of his life, and he didn't understand why he said there in verse fifteen Romans seven verse fifteen, "For that which I do, I allow not, or I understand not." For what I would, that do I not, but what I hate, that do I. He wanted to please the Lord, as all believers do, but the more he tried, the more he found himself doing the very thing he hated. Uh, That's because he was trying to do in the flesh, uh, in his own personal strength, ability, willpower, that which only the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit can do. And The Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He is not going to force the issue. If you want to try to do it within yourself, he's going to get out of the way and let you. But you're going to find yourself like Paul doing the very thing that you're trying not to do. So why can't we keep the law by the means of the flesh? Uh, Paul said in verse 12 that the law is holy, just, and good. And if you look at verse 14, he said, The law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. The word carnal simply means flesh. And the phrase there, sold under sin, is referring to Adam's original sin in the Garden of Eden. The flesh has been so severely weakened From what God originally created. We don't have any real way to measure it other than what God said. He said, In the day that ye eat thereof thou shalt surely die. So life and death is the rule of measurement by which we can measure what God originally created and the fallen state that we're in now. And this fallen flesh is as good as dead, and that's why it cannot keep the law, which is spiritual, holy, just, and good. And he said there in verse 16, if then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that it is good. Now, Paul here admits to doing something against his own will, which tells us that willpower within itself is simply not enough. Whether you're saved or not, it really doesn't matter. He said, I consent unto the law that it is good. In other words, he's not blaming the law for the problem that he's having, but I don't understand why I'm doing this thing which is wrong. And I believe when Paul asked that question, The Lord gave him an answer, and he revealed it to him there in verse 17. Now then it is no more I that do it, but the sin nature that dwelleth in me. He was activating the sin nature in his life by focusing on the law. And the law uh, demands obedience, And that obedience is carried out through and by the mortal body. And and it depends on our ability to perform, our ability to do or not do certain things. And whenever we allow our focus to shift from Christ and what he has already done for us to ourselves and what we can do, Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to reactivate the sin nature that's in our lives and it's going to cause us all kinds of problems. He said there in verse 18, For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. This is a place, ladies and gentlemen, that all of us have to come to and we don't come there quickly or easily. We all think a little more highly of ourselves than we ought to think. But when it comes down to it, our ability to perform spiritual things is simply not enough. Paul said, for to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good I find not. Now, our will is very important, and it has to line up with the will of God. But willpower in itself is not enough to overcome sin. Our wheel is like the trigger on a gun. It can only fire uh, what's been loaded in the gun. And Paul said, the wheel is present with me. I'm pulling the trigger, but how to perform that which is good, I find not. I'm pulling the trigger, and a little white flag's coming out the end that says bang why because he's loaded his gun up with some flesh toy, uh some flesh bullets and he's trying to do in the flesh what only the holy spirit can do. Now if the apostle Paul will load up with some holy ghost bullets, now we're going to get somewhere. Uh, where can you get some of those kind of bullets at? You can only get them at the cross, ladies and gentlemen. But Paul, at that particular time, this was right after he was saved, he did not understand that. Verse 19, the apostle Paul said, For the good that I would, I do not, but the evil which I hate, that do I. Now, if I do that, I would not. It is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. Paul, after his conversion, was sinning. And it wasn't just a one-time thing. This is something that was happening over and over and over again. Now, I'm sure that Paul asked forgiveness for whatever it was uh, he was failing in. And the Lord has promised us that. He'll forgive us. The Lord will forgive us as many times as we fail if we're sincere. But we need to understand this. Sinning and repenting is not living a victorious, overcoming Christian life. And Paul discovered something in all of this in verse 21. He said, then I find the law that when I would do good evil is present with me. Now the law that Paul found was the law of sin and death and the sin nature is always going to be with the believer at least until the trump of God sounds and the Lord calls us home when corruption puts on incorruption and mortality puts on immortality. But the sin nature although it's with us it is not to rule and reign within our hearts and lives. It is not to dominate us in any way during this time. For Romans 8 and 2 says, For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Right here, if you'll go ahead and take a look at it, Romans chapter 8. In verse 2, right here are two of the most powerful laws in all of the universe, the law of sin and death. God said, in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. The wages of sin is death. We're all born with this sin nature. And it begins working death in us from the time we're born. And ladies and gentlemen, it, it, it's going to eventually take us out. It works death in us because of the fall. And it is so powerful, it has killed every single human being that has ever Live. The second law that we see here in Romans 8 and 2 is the law of the Spirit of life. This is how the Holy Spirit works, it's in Christ Jesus. Our union with the Lord Jesus Christ took place at the cross. We were baptized into Jesus Christ the moment we placed our faith in that finished work, Romans chapter 6 and verse 3. We were baptized into his death, raised with him to walk in newness of life. And the same power that raised Jesus from the dead is now the same power that now resides within our hearts and lives. The law of the spirit of life is greater than the law of sin and death because Paul said, if you look there, it has made me free. The Holy Spirit is what keeps the sin nature under wraps within our hearts and lives. He keeps it shut off. He keeps the sin nature rendered ineffective to where it does not work in our lives. But the Holy Spirit will only work as long as we keep our faith and focus on Christ and what he did for us at the cross. But if our faith, if our focus changes to the law, And this is exactly what happened to Paul. The sin nature is going to have a revival in our lives, and it's going to cause us all kinds of problems. All right, Romans 7 and verse 22. Romans 7, verse 22. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man. That's the new man. Before Paul got saved, the inward man was corrupt, vile, ungodly totally dominated by the sin nature, but now he's a new man, a new creation in Christ Jesus, and he loves God. He loves the law of God, the things of God, and he wants to please God. That's the law of the spirit of life that is working within his heart and lives, and it is that same law that works within the hearts and lives of all believers. Now, Paul said in verse 23, but I see another Law in my members, the law of sin and death, warring against the law of my mind. Here we have another law, the law of the mind, which has to do with our desire, our willpower. Paul made up his mind that he was going to do the right thing, but the law of sin and death was more powerful, and he found himself still committing acts of sin. And he said, it was bringing me into captivity, verse 23 again. Here we have a preacher, the apostle Paul, being used of God, and here he is in bondage to the sin nature. That ought to show us something, ladies and gentlemen, that no matter who we are, the sin nature is still in us. And if we do not address this thing properly by keeping our faith anchored in the finished work of Christ, then the sin nature can revive. The sin nature can come back to life, and it can cause us all kinds of problems. He said there, latter portion of verse 23. Uh, well, let's read it again. But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind, bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. Now, most would look at this situation from the outward appearance and say, well, they're backslid. They're lost. They really didn't get saved to start with. But wait a minute. Paul said here that there was a war going on. Warring against the law of my mind, he said. And he's fighting. He's struggling with everything that he has within himself. And to hear some Christian make some comment like that, saying that you're not even saved— when you're struggling and fighting, trying to please God and doing all that you can to do and you're failing. And to have a Christian to make a comment like that is very hurtful, ladies and gentlemen. And we need to be more careful about what we say when we see a fellow brother or sister failing the Lord in some way. Just because a person has failed the Lord, that does not mean that they're backslid. You don't know their heart. Paul said there was a war going on. I was fighting and struggling with, with something in my life, and, 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 and I just couldn't get victory over that thing. Now, had you been there, and we had seen what all Paul was going through at this time, I doubt very seriously that we would have voted on Paul to be the pastor of the church. It was so bad, Paul said, verse 24, Oh, wretched man that I am. There's nothing worse than wanting victory over something, wanting to please God. But you keep failing, and you don't understand why you're failing. But let me tell you this if you don't quit, God won't quit. And Paul began to seek the Lord. For victory in his life. He said there, Who shall deliver me from the body of this death? And ladies and gentlemen, Jesus said that if we'll ask, then we shall receive. If we seek, then we shall find if we knock, it shall be opened unto us. And when Paul asked that question, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? The Lord gave him an answer. And Paul said there in verse 25, I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Paul is giving us the answer to his question. And you can feel and sense the victory, as he says there in those first three words of verse twenty five i." Thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Now, ladies and gentlemen, that presents the only way that we can be delivered from the power of the sin nature. It's faith in Jesus Christ and what He did for us at the cross. Verse 25 again, latter portion. So then, with the mind, I myself serve the law of God. Again, The mind has to do with the desire and the willpower. And as we stated earlier, the will is only the trigger. Uh, The will within itself can't do anything unless the gun has been loaded with some explosive power. And that explosive power, ladies and gentlemen, is the Holy Spirit. And it is ignited by our faith in the cross of Christ. And he finished out verse 25 by saying, but with the flesh... The law of sin. If we try to live for God by the means of flesh, self will, self effort, religious effort, which refers to using our own ability outside of Christ and what He did for us at the cross, we're going to be serving the law of sin and not the law of God.